Hamilton police have said now that they've laid charges in connection with that large fake McMaster University homecoming party that took place Saturday. It attracted upwards of uh, 5,000 people at its peak. Uh, Here is some of what it sounded like. This is uh, from video that we have that shows students lifting up and then overturning a car. Uh, and then getting up on top of it and dancing. There's people everywhere. Uh, And all of it is reason for concern, not only for the owner of that vehicle and everything else that happened, but also concerns about COVID and also, you know, people getting together far too close together. And what does it all mean? To talk more about it, I'm pleased to welcome to the program Sean Van Kunit, who is Associate Vice President and Dean of Students at McMaster University. Welcome, Sean. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Give me a sense of what's the uh, university doing here? Uh, well, there's a whole whole bunch of things going on at the moment. Um, we're actively involved in uh, trying to identify uh, some of the, the individuals and students involved in the most egregious behavior. In fact, we'll be uh, putting out an interim suspension today. We've ID'd one of them. Uh, we're working closely with uh, um, Hamilton Police as well on, the, on their investigations. Um, we will be meeting with uh, city representatives as well as uh, neighborhood uh, representatives. Uh, both uh, there's a meeting scheduled for tonight with with uh, our city councilor, and uh, and we'll be scheduling uh, one with the neighborhood association as well to talk through what's happened, uh, what more we can do. In the future, and there'll be future conversations with the police, with city bylaw, etc. Um, so there's a bunch of things going on uh, all at once here. Sean, how is this organized, and and what kind of notice did the university have about it in advance? Well, there we we are always scanning social media to understand what might be uh, planned, and certainly these things take on a life of their own. They they can go off in unexpected directions. Uh, Dalewood has been a site of parties prior to COVID, not as large as the one that was experienced on, on Saturday. We knew uh, something was coming. Uh, we all, we look at the weather reports as well. And, and if it was pouring rain as it was uh, earlier today, last night, you can bet there weren't be, wouldn't have been 5,000 people on that street, but it was perfect party weather, unfortunately. So we knew, uh, regardless, we knew it was coming. We, we informed and were in connection with Hamilton Police and City Bylaw. Uh, we were out with some communication in collaboration with our student union. Um, but again, once once uh, a mob starts to gather, it uh, it has a, a momentum of its own. Um, and at a certain point, it, as you can see, um, and I'm not a police policing expert, but it's it's difficult, if not impossible, to to get your hands around that crowd. But did you not warn the police of the size, or did the size of it just shock you? Well, I mean, it seems like you had foreknowledge of it, the police had yeah. forewarning knowledge of it, and you st- this still can't be mitigated, still can't be stopped? You don't know how big it's going to get, and, and there's multiple entry points into any into uh, streets, um, unless you want to militarize a, a neighborhood. Um, it's it's very difficult to, to keep people from um, navigating freely through a neighborhood. Um, in addition, you, you close off one street, there are other streets that, and this is uh, one of the phenomena related with social media, you, people will very quickly, within minutes, figure out we're going to this street now. So it's, uh, it's a game of whack-a-mole. And, you, and 
if you look across different cities, whether it's Kingston, London, Waterloo, mm. Guelph, Ottawa, etc., um, it's something that is it, on the surface. You may say, well, you just you keep people out. Um, and again, I'm not a, a policing or crowd control expert, but um, I'm not sure if anyone's cracked the code here, uh, because if people want to find a way to gather, they will. I'm speaking with Sean Van Kunut, who is Associate Vice President and Dean of Students in McMaster University. You mentioned some of the other cities that have had troubles uh, as students begin to return to post-secondary. Uh, what What's going on here? Is this just uh, is this young people deprived of an outlet for the last 18 months blowing off steam? Is that what's going on here? Well, I think there's a combination of, of things, and certainly this isn't just a, 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 a being cooped up for 18 months type of thing. Uh, Kingston's been having this problem for years. London's been having this problem for years. Um, Waterloo as well as a street there uh, on both homecoming and St. Patrick's Day. Um, so this is not new. Uh, has it been fueled by people being and, and young people being cooped up for 18 months? Sure, I'm, sh- I'm sure that's a factor in it all. Um, when I went to, to university way back in the 90s, this wasn't happening. We also didn't have the ability to gather um, or the, the, the technology, uh, social media in particular, to say, hey, everyone, let's, let's go to this location on this date, and you can promote it like two or three days ahead of time. So I think social media fuels it. Um, and, and as these things become known as a thing to do, they, they become more popular in a sense. And then what happens, I mean, every time you, the, the larger type of crowd, uncontrolled crowd you get, the more opportunity or the more, um, the, the greater the risk there is that you're going to get a few people, uh, a fraction of that population acting idiotically. So does, does that mean, does that follow then that universities have to be, um, more severe in their response? You, you talked about suspensions. Does it have to yeah. be more than that? Well, certainly, I mean, the, the most severe penalties we have are, uh, that I have in, in my toolbox are expulsion and suspension. And so the, the, the one uh, uh, incident or the, the one individual I referred to today uh, is an interim suspension because we have, we have due process. There's, a, there's a, a full investigation that we do, and we'll do that quickly. But yeah, I mean, I think um, where I sit today, and, and of course, uh, this is less than 48 hours after it happened, I'm, I'm uh, much more um, uh, willing to, to go to the, the absolute limit that I have in my ability to levy consequences for, for behavior that um, we simply can't accept. And if someone wants to overturn a car, and, uh, and it, it was a student's car, damage it, damage uh, neighbor's property and that type of thing, then they don't deserve to be a student here. Um, and, and so there has to be consequences associated with these actions. The challenge is to identify these, these, these individuals involved. Uh, the advantage we have now with everyone having a video camera in their pocket is there will, and they love to post, there will be video and we will find out who they are. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate you coming on and uh, uh, helping us understand what happened today. Thank you. No problem. Thanks very much. That is Sean Van Kunup, who is Associate Vice President and Dean of Students at McMaster University. We're going to see more of this, folks. Uh, and as Sean points out, you know, in terms of the homecoming situations and post-secondary, this existed pre-PAN uh, in the before times. Uh, and it's just going to get worse now. And with social media, you're going to start seeing it not just in post-secondary uh, school 
cities and colleges, uh, towns. You're going to start seeing it everywhere. You're going to start seeing that happen around town, just giant groups all congregating. 